Hi everyone, I'm Les. And I'm Ashley. And you're listening to Anthropotamus, where we explore some of your favorite anthropology topics. Hi everyone, welcome to our latest episode, our latest book discussion on Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind by Yuval Noah Harari. And I greatly apologize to the author if I totally butchered your name. But yeah, so... I'm gonna be honest up front, I didn't finish the book because audiobook is 14 hours long. And for those of you who listen to our episodes regularly, you know I'm a very impatient person. But thank you to Les for reminding me to speed the book up. (laughs) (laughs) uh, So so if you haven't already listened to the audio of this book, the the reader is a very slow speaker. Uh, so speeding it up really helped, but it, I did only, I still had like five hours left and then I gave up, but it's not because the book is bad. It's just, I'm just an impatient person and I just want to get to the end of stuff. I first heard about this book while I was watching a YouTube channel called Kurz Kazat. Uh, and they do a lot of, um, both political and anthropological and a, a, a whole host of other, um, educational videos very entertaining but um they did a a video based on this book so i decided to take a look into it i think the only other book i listened to that was longer than that was maybe the count of monte cristo (laughs) i mean i was saying that book took me like three months to listen to i mean i i regularly listen to books that are 30 plus hours Uh, oh yeah No, and, I, and that's without speeding it up. So, um, I, yeah, I mean, no, I, I do it. Do no worries. I, those are for entertainment. This is for education. It's a whole different thing. That's true. I guess if it was like the Count of Monte Cristo, where it really like, where I'm like, what's happening? What's happening next? And yeah, I would finish it. But since it's just more of an educational book, and it was, it's a lot of information. Um, yeah, I, I just, I think I just get bored with topics quickly. But I mean, the the author is a very good, good writer. Um, and a problem I have with some books, I I have problems finishing. And I, I mentioned this in the in one of our most recent episodes is um, we brought up Cast by Wil- I think it was Wilkerson, and I was like I couldn't finish that book. But it wasn't because of necessarily the topic; it was the writing, and it was very descriptive. It was a lot of adjectives and a person's writing style will discourage me from reading it even if it's not necessarily a a bad form of style I'm just impatient and just want to get straight to the point and this book is actually really really well written it's very it describes scenarios very well without like overly describing something so I mean very very good writing very clear concise just it's 14 hours long yeah. Just my two cents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, so with <clears throat> with the book, it's um, talking about uh, well a brief history of humankind. It, it goes through the Stone Age in various different cultures, all the way through. Well, even before no, even before I would say before Stone Age. Mm, yeah right because he does because i mean you talk about artificus and and the um the... i guess technically they were using stone tools but i wouldn't call that stone age i guess i don't know well, what to call pre, that pre pre 
Human. Um, yeah, pre-homo uh, sapiens. Or mm-hmm. that's probably wrong. Um, <laughs> no, no. I wouldn't say right? it's wrong. No, it's pre-homo sapiens. Right? Because he talks about homo egaster. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. And uh, I mean, he, honestly, the author does a good job of explaining that early human evolution in such a short period of time. Right? I just... When I started this book, I had just finished bioanthropology seminar and I was kind of burnt out on human evolution. When I started this, I'm like, this is not a good time to start this book. Actually, that's probably also why I didn't finish it. I just finished bioanthropology and I was kind of burnt out with it. But you did mention that that it reminded you of what you were already um, learning. Yeah. So that was discouraging for me, not because of the author, but because I had just spent three months intensively studying evolution and I was kind of like, oh, no more. Um, but no, they, they did do a good job at just condensing a quick history of that early human evolution and, and that evolu- evolving into Homo sapiens. The main point of the, uh, of, that I got out of the book, the main part that I thought was interesting was the idea that society is based on a bunch of shared ideas, uh, and just collective imagining. We, it talks about how we pretend things are real, these social conventions, when there's no actual reality enforcing any of it but the collective. Um, considering banks and corporations and all these other different things. It, it, and you bring that up and there was, I don't remember which chapter this was and I think it was before the chapter on money. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really kind of made me think about the political system is we every 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 year we have or whenever we have elections it's always you got to vote for the lesser of evil but why like because everyone is telling themselves they have to vote for the lesser evil because as a society we decided that that is our only option mm-hmm. and it's and I'm just like, no, it's not our only option. You, as a society, have decided that these are our two options. And we have must continue to divide ourselves and let our government choose all these crappy people for us. Yeah, we've kind of but, pigeonholed, pigeonholed ourselves into the, this um, two-party system when, you know, the truth is that there are a lot of different ideas out there and a lot of different ways to live. Uh, I personally, I'm not going to go into my political beliefs, but um, my my wife and I have this uh, ongoing uh, conversation about um, egalitarian society. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even, it's not even a necessarily attack on our current political system. It's more of a frustration with the mentality we have, like, these people are our only options because, you know we divide ourselves not necessarily like our government i don't when i say we just divide ourselves i don't mean like oh because we're republicans or democrats i mean because of society we decide to choose a side and not to interact with the others Mm -hmm. and and because we're so busy trying to say we're not one of them we don't I don't think know. Critically, say, we... we don't think critically about who we actually are. We we're, we're so willing to accept the things that we don't like about our own party, and I'm using air quotes here. 
because it's better than accepting what the others like. Yeah. It, it's just it's just like this mentality that prevents us from progressing yeah. and doing the same thing every election. But yeah, that's a that's I yeah, let's not get into politics. I didn't mean for that to be political. I was just thinking about how people are just so set in well, their way of thinking that it prevents change. No, no, you I mean you're right. But uh, at the same time, it is the book itself is uh, it's not directly about politics, but it kind of is when you t- mm-hmm. we're talking about shared um, the these shared imaginings. Uh, polit- politics in general is just this. You've got a government. What what is a government except a collective collective of people who decide on a bunch of rules that we all decide to abide to. Right. I mean, that goes into the idea of anarchy and do rules even matter and everything else like that. But um, yes and no, because it's that social contract. We are social creatures, which means that to live in the collective, you need to abide by these rules. And I'm not sure if that tracked at all. But <laughs> <laughs> this will be turned into one of our another BS episodes. No, not uh, really. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think all of our uh, our uh, book reviews tend to be kind of uh, informal, talky episodes, which you know, hey, I'm okay with that. And I and you know, we always joke about me being a horrible speaker and always going on these rants. I guess this our book discussion is the one time you don't have to edit out as many of my rants. Oh, <laughs> um, I think that's the uh, the. The fun of it, to be honest, the the book review is all about ranting. We don't want to go into the details of the book because we want others to read it. We want to show the the passion or dispassion of what we found in it. I mean, at least that's the way that I see it. I'm not trying to spoil the book. I want to say, hey, I thought this was cool. Check it out, guys, because you might learn something or you might hate it, right? And I mean, one of my... Uh, I've been told this time and time again by writing professors, the best thing or the worst thing that you can have about said about your work is that it was okay. Me, you know, mediocrity is a lot worse than even having people hate it because then people forget. Easily forgotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Be evocative <clears throat> is what I was told. Be evocative. Share your opinions. Whether or not people like it doesn't matter. Um, something, so he, they do discuss religion, how religion is used basically to control the masses. And I don't disagree with that, you know, even, and we've discussed, you know, we talk about religion all the time, whether it's probably not so much on the show, but you know, between you and I, yeah. Yes. I, we both have, we both have some, some feelings about religion. and, And I agree. Religion is used to control people. But do I think religion was created to control people? No. no. I really think it was created just to explain things people just don't understand. Well, we're and curious it just, creatures. Yeah. But I, and then it was just taken and manipulated and, and people just use it for their own device. But yeah, but it does, it does seem like the author was like, this is why religion was created, to control the masses. I'm like, well, but religion was kind of there even before large civilizations were created. Okay, well, I think that... Um, okay, so the way religion works 
in a lot of different respects is a way of socially controlling large groups of people. Uh, even even its you know original, um, even in its original forms, the way that um, the proverbs and other different parables work is to give you a social framework to start with. Now, do I think it was always used by a leader to control a specific group? No. But it does give you a set of rules and a set of um, behaviors that are acceptable to Well, when you say that, but you mentioned like Proverbs, like I'm thinking before this, before, you know, you know, Judaism or Islam or Zoroastrianism, I'm thinking like early hunter gatherers and their little figurines and right, trying to explain shadows or something, right? Because that, I mean, it's not a structured religion, but it, it it's really kind of like the start of it. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I don't know if that would even be, a, that. that's not the same as a large-scale religion. No, but I was, when I say religion was created, right, I mean, that's essentially where it started, right, is these ideas of spirits or whatever to explain things that could not at that time be explained. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I, like I mentioned before, we're all curious creatures. Um, and you know, before the advent of, um, the scientific method, people still tried to find answers. They just didn't have the methods to test their answers. And it was easier to say, to a, a curious kid or to another individual in the group that hey we do it this way because of this or the stars exist because xyz you know different cultures having different explanations of it you've got um the the question is always going to be there and what i generally and you know what? This is all opinion. I I, I want to caveat that uh, I am not an expert in on religion. I am not an expert on um, prehistory or anything. But uh, it seems to me that when you have people asking questions and you have somebody in you know the group that um, wants to be the one answering that, when it's a small enough group, when you know the people are all kind of on an equal basis you've got it it, it's like well i'm explaining this because this is the way that i think it happened um oh and it was random part of the book here when it was talking about domestication of animals and there it mentions one right it talks about the bad ways human have treated animals when domesticating them and i and i like to think that yes of course here in the U.S. with domestication of animals, you still have like factory farms and and whatnot, and you're still killing them to eat them, right? But like one example was, I want to say a tribe would cut the snout of a pig off so he couldn't go sniffing around or something. I was like, oh my God, like why are humans so horrible? (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I I couldn't say why humans are so horrible. Um, <laughs> different people uh, have different ideas of what is and isn't okay, obviously. Uh, I, I guess that comes back to what pressures are you dealing with. Um, if you want your society to be successful, 
you're making a sacrifice on one standpoint for the the group as a whole and now it's not your sacrifice when you're sacrificing the animal's nose but uh, and I say sacrifice but what I mean is um, you're choosing to you know what is essentially maiming this animal uh, for the purpose of supporting your group it's um, I mean, I definitely see it as unethical, but I'm also not living in their circumstance. I'm not um, understanding what they're going through and not really, not the one dealing with the problems if you don't do it. Right. So, I mean, I can, I can look at it from that point and think that, well, from another person's perspective, I mean, I love to fish, right? And I, 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 Go ahead and put a piece of bait on on the uh, the hook, throw it out there, and I, you know, pull the rod and set that hook into the the fish's jaw. And you know, from another person's perspective, may, you know, vegans or even you know, I'm not going to say the uh, the acronym, but there's a certain animal rights group who, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who we know what we're talking. You're talking everybody, about everybody knows who I'm talking about. Um, who has a problem with them? Um, with that and they think they think it's unethical and you know from their standpoint it it definitely might be but um at the same time when i when i go fishing i if i'm not planning to keep it i do my best to make sure that fish survives and will be healthy going forward if i do keep it i'm you know planning to eat the fish anyway and i don't let surf suffer of course but um yeah, I mean, different different pressures, different um, issues. It's gonna be. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what I was getting at here. <laughs> that you didn't want to judge. Yeah. Other cultural practices because it's not your own, so you're not in their their position. Yeah, that's that's it exactly. Yeah, I'm not um, not in their position. I can't really throw stones. I just, I just, when I read that or listened to that part of the book, I just imagined somebody with like a, like a machete just chopping off oh this poor pig's nose. I'm just like, oh God. Uh, I hope it's, I hope it's more humane than that. Um, I mean, they're pretty much, you can't really, okay, so humane is a terrible word. I, I, I hate that word because it, um makes the assumption that um people are always going to be benevolent and the truth is that we're just creatures that live on this planet just like everything else um we need to eat and the problem is that we feel guilty about it sometimes where you know as you know if you if you look at a a lion i don't know what a lion feels but i doubt it feels guilty about eating a gazelle Mm. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I, I, I've, um, this is, I feel like this just goes back to that book we read a couple months ago where we're just like, God, humans are just horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. There's a, there's a common thread there. There's a common thread yeah. there. But also if you look at, you know, the animal kingdom, uh, I mean, there are animals that swallow other animals alive. There are others That's, that squeeze yeah. them until their bones break. Um, we're we're not that different from. I think it's more of it's planet. like 
Well, except for maybe cats who like to like play with their their yeah whatever I mean, they're you know. hunting. But to me, it's like if you're gonna eat something, just kill it right away. See, that's Don't... that's a very human idea, and you know. But I mean, you know, a lion isn't keeping a gazelle in a cage where it can't move around and feeding it only corn. You know what I mean? Like true. Like the gazelle has very a normal true. free life until you know gets hunted down and pummeled and. Well, I mean, off, but. <laughs> personally, one of my greatest fears is is actually just being hunted by a, a wild animal. I mean, I've had nightmares about this. Don't know why, but but I you've have. had a free life this whole time until you got <laughs> hunted down. <laughs> exactly, uh, it, that's not much a, much of a consolation to to whatever just got hunted. But um, uh, you know, could have been worse. You could have been kept in a cage, being fed corn all your life. Sure, sure. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm kept in the cage and fed corn, but uh, <laughs> we do eat a lot of corn in our society. It isn't everything. Uh, yeah, that's something I try to avoid in my meals, which is a totally different topic. But <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna be honest. I didn't like this chapter on money. I got really bored with that. It's just not a topic I'm interested in. I mean, that's fair. Um, I mean, it's an important topic. I get it. Uh, being able to barter and trade with people, that is convenient, especially when you're going from one city to another. But, yeah. And I think that might have been, I I think I ended the book shortly after <clears throat> that. That that chapter might have just been like kind of the last. Yeah. I was actually thinking before we do this interview, I was just going to listen to the last chapter, but I never got around to it. <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't really remember that chapter. On money? Uh, yeah. I It just... So it wasn't a favorite of yours either. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't. Mediocre? <laughs> <sighs> I, I don't want to say it's mediocre because we're trying to, I'm trying to talk up the book. I do like That's the book. That's true. It um, is a good book. I do like the book and I think it has a lot of interesting ideas in it. Um, and I say that largely because a lot of those, a lot of those ideas are um, in line with my own personal ideals. So you know, there's a little bit of bias there. But um, yeah, no, the money chapter didn't really do much for me. Um, I never, you know, had money growing up, and I'm at a point in my life now where we've got enough to, you know, do extra things and save up some here and there. So it's. Uh, it's a new experience for me, but at the same time, it's like, I personally would love society without money. I just, like I said, I've got this long-standing conversation with, with my wife about, um, about egalitarianism and small-scale society versus large-scale society, and uh, I think I do... It, she she's definitely pointed out, but I think I do romanticize the um, the smaller scale society, and I don't like the idea that we have to work every single day of our lives pretty much just to survive. Yeah, but well, larger, uh, lower density populations have less risk to spread diseases. Granted. Mhm. I mean that was part of the problem with early agriculture, the hygiene and closeness. Well, but, yeah, and I mean, animal husbandry was in its infancy, so... Poop everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. 
Distribution of Anthropotamus is in collaboration with the American Anthropological Association. Please continue to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Anthropotamus for our latest episodes, show notes, and book discussion schedule.